Welcome to the Get Woke Podcast. This week, we're taking a turn for the serious and discussing the death of Jordan Edwards. We're also celebrating Beyonce's new initiative, her formation scholars, the quadruplets in Ohio who are all going to Yale, and our girl Priscilla who took her Harvard acceptance letter to prom. Sophie, can you even believe that someone had four babies no. all at once? No! And now they're all going to Yale? No! Four! Ma'am, please email us. We're confused. <laughs> we don't know how you did that. <laughs> hey, Sophie. Hi. How you feeling? I feel allergic. <laughs> how do you feel? I feel allergic, too. It's spring. It is spring. Spring has sprung. I can't breathe out of my nose, so uh, that's a thing that's happening, and I'm, uh, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I feel cloudy, I feel itchy, um, I feel sneezy. Lot, there are a lot of sneezes. A lot of things happening here. Right, right. So, that's what happened this week. Yeah. Everyone in New York, or everyone... Slash everywhere. Everywhere, realized it was spring, because they stopped breathing. You didn't know me when I had bad allergies. It's probably a good thing. This is like, I'm whining now because I'm, once again, perpetually tired. <laughs> but when I was a kid, I had like, people thought I had pink eye for weeks because I had such bad allergies and like people tried to send me home and I went from school and I was just like, I don't know what to tell you. It's gross. It's flowers. Tell it's not me. <laughs> Sorry. It's flowers. It's flowers. <laughs> I was maybe nine. So like, I'm not embarrassed by that. But it's actually really funny. Yeah. Spring has sprung. Spring has sprung. My Claritin's not working. My Allegra's <laughs> not working. I tried a Zyrtec. That also didn't work. PSA, medicine is a sham. <laughs> PSA, I'm taking Benadryl so that I can sleep tonight. PSA, we're the world's two biggest whiners. Okay. Whiners. <laughs> anyway, how was it's your week? Fine. Um, How are you? I'm good. I'm actually really good, other than the springtime sneezies. I feel good. Um, good. I think, I guess it was last week ended with Beyonce gracing me with a with a, a scholarship program dedicated to her lemonade program. Oh, yeah. The Formation Scholars. The Formation Scholars. I was like, I'm not college age anymore, but I feel like I benefit from this, from being alive. I'm yeah. Benefit. It does apply to grad school. I'm not going. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. <laughs> Same, though. Um, yeah, it's a cool thing. Yeah, so basically... Happy one-year anniversary to Lemonade. To Lemonade. It's Thank a, you. What they say service. is, to add to the celebration of the one-year anniversary of Lemonade, Beyonce Knowles Carter announces the establishment of Formation Scholars Awards for the 2017 to 2018 academic year to encourage and support young women who are unafraid to think outside the box and are bold, creative, conscious, and confident. And it's for Berkeley College of Music, Howard University, Parsons School of Design, and Spelman College, which is dope. Beyonce, yeah. take me. One scholarship per... Right, one scholarship awesome. per college. Yeah. Per woman, per college. It's really cool. You, uh, you have to be studying... In the creative arts, music, literature, African American studies, um, yeah, it's that's dope. Do you think if I wrote hand wrote a letter to Beyonce, she would sponsor my life in the name of Lemonade? Uh, it's probably gonna be a no on that one. I'm just thinking <laughs> how many people would read that letter in a line of like her. 
<laughs> like in a lot of people who work for I her. wonder how quickly that letter would be burned <laughs> <laughs> before it got to her. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, I think it's dope. Speaking of educated and artly black humans, um, I saw today that probably the best thing I've, I've seen all week, um, this girl, her name is... Are you talking about Priscilla? Priscilla Samey. We love Priscilla. I love her. Priscilla tweeted the best thing. She said, the best date is your college admissions. She literally took her admission letter letter to prom from Harvard to prom. My fucking queen. My actual queen. She tweeted, couldn't find a man to accept me for prom, so I took a college that did. Yes, Bitch. I'm like, can I actually be your best The photo friend? of her is fierce, too. She's gorgeous. Yes, yeah, she is. She's amazing. Like, that's aside from her <laughs> very impressive academic achievements, right. but, like, she looks hot. Her, um, <clears throat> twinned Pete, tw- tw- twinned Pete, her pinned <laughs> tweet right now, her pinned t- <laughs> can I live? <laughs> I don't feel well, guys. <laughs> her pinned tweet right now is, hi, I'm Priscilla Samey, and I just got into Yale, Princeton, Harvard, Columbia, Brown, University of Pennsylvania, Cornell. Look at what God did. Yes, bitch. Queen. Come on. Queen. Come Say on, it all again. Ivies. All Ivies. Fierce. Right. Did you hear about those um, quadruplets who are all going to Yale together? My children from Ohio. <laughs> are they from Ohio? They're from Ohio. Oh. I don't know where. But if you from don't, Ohio. if you didn't know, Chissy's from Ohio. If you didn't know. I'm from Cleveland. She'll say it louder for the people over in England. Can you? I'm from Cleveland. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so these four kids, they're 18, they're quadruplets, and they all got into Harvard and Yale, and they're all going to Yale together, and it's the cutest thing I've ever seen. But one of them wanted to go to Stanford. (laughs) One of them was like, I really love Stanford, and Yale feels a little bit like a sacrifice, but I know it's the right choice. In other words, a sacrifice. He said going to Yale was a sacrifice. In other words, I think that their mom was like, all of you four are going to school together. Well, they got a sick financial aid package all together. I would do that too. Right. Same. That's so dope. Um, and their names are Nick, Zach, Nigel, and Aaron Wade. From Congrats, Ohio. guys. They collectively got into 59 colleges. Can you name 59 colleges? I cannot. I really can't. I applied to 14 and I got into 7. I can name... I applied to 1. I don't even remember which colleges I applied to. I actually... <laughs> I filled out like a bunch of half applications... Um, and then I got in early to the school I wanted to go to and went to, and, um, my, I got all these rejection letters from all the (laughs) applications I never finished. (laughs) But also, like, Common App. It was so No, none of them were Common App. These were music programs. These were, because I had to, like, audition, and, like, I just never scheduled the auditions, and shout out to Berkeley, who's, who's teaming up with Beyonce now. That's true. My alma mater. Not my alma mater, but... (laughs) Martyr! Martyr. I don't... I'm not doing my it. alma martyr. My alma martyr. Anyway, what else is happening? What else? <laughs> so this week in support, support black, black art. art. Let's trademark that. This week in support black art. I love it. Um, <clears throat> Kendrick guys, Lamar did the damn thing. If you, ooh, 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 I like that one. Thank okay, you. good job. Support. So Kendrick Lamar, if you didn't know, released an album called Damn. And it's incredible. If you didn't know, you're not a 
You're not up. on the internet. <laughs> Remove the rock from atop your head. He, Kendrick Lamar, had the audacity <laughs> to get all 14 tracks on his new album in the Billboard Hot 100 for this week, which is incredible. All 14. That's, all four, that's has insane. that ever happened? Has it been done before? I don't know. Like, all at the same time? Probably not. I no idea. My enemy, maybe. Uh, Taylor Swift. Yes, probably. it has happened before. <laughs> Impressively, Lamar becomes only the fifth act to chart as many as 14 concurrent titles on the Hot 100. Do we know who else? The Beatles. What? Uh, Drake? Is that true? 24 at one. What? Damn! Drake has 24 songs. Come on, Drake! The Weeknd, Justin Bieber. Hmm. I would have thought, like, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Um, I'll go sit down. Prince? I'll no, not it. Prince. Michael Jackson. I don't know. Anyway, I'll support Black it. Art. If you have not listened to Damn, go listen to Damn. DNA is my favorite track, and so is Humble, because Humble's amazing. Humble's great. Sit down. Be humble. Bitch, sit down. Be humble. Sit down. Be humble. Sit down. Be humble. Things that happened this week. That was the positive. Yeah. On the negative side. On the side that is difficult to talk about. Yeah. Um, I think it was, yes, two days ago, um, news came out uh, that a 15-year-old named Jordan Edwards uh, was killed by a police officer who's unarmed and he was leaving a party with, I think, three of his friends. And they were driving away from party, and a he was police, the passenger. He was a passenger in the car, and a police officer shot him in the head, and he died. And he was 15 years old. Um, it's been a minute since we've had a conversation about overly aggressive police behavior, and about black death, and about you know, black lives and black lives matter, especially since now we're living in a different era. I think the first, the last time we had like a, you and me, honestly, like a full conversation about this. Was it's been a while. In Barack Obama's America. It's been yeah. a minute. Yeah, probably. It's been a while. Um, and it's a difficult conversation because now we're living in Trump's America and like the, it's it, the, the feelings that I have are super, I mean, they haven't changed, but they're, they're always super complicated. And I guess right now, every time I see someone was murdered or someone was, you know, the victim of overly aggressive police behavior or a racial, um, issue, my immediate thought is, okay, what are they going to dig up about the victim that is negative to make it seem like... To soften the blow. To soften the blow. Because it always seems like... Um, it's not like people... I don't know. I want to say it's not like people celebrate black death. I'm not, I'm not out here thinking that people are celebrating black death or black pain. No. But I think that people try to find in, in insane times, they try to find justification to make things make sense. Yeah. It's like that neo-Nazi kid. Right. Right. Who, like, came to New York to kill black people. Yeah. And people are like, oh, he's just, like, he's just a kid who lost his way. And mm -hmm. they dug up, like, one 
seemingly negative thing about um, the victim. The literal old man he killed, I think it was in a park or something yeah. like that. And the first thing I heard about that was how this old man had a record and not about his current life. And there's always this like rush to justify black death or to find what could this person have done in the moment or in their past life to right. maybe deserve this or maybe they weren't such a good to, person anyway. To label them as something lesser than what they are. A, a human being. Exactly. I think at the end of the day it's always like I think at the end of the day the discussion should always be we are all human and there's no reason why someone should die mercilessly yeah. and without reason. Yeah. And no matter what someone might have done 10 years ago, yesterday, five minutes ago, doesn't mean, obviously, doesn't mean that they deserve, deserve to, to be die. shot and killed for no reason. Right. For no reason. Yeah. And the worst part, well, it's not the worst part. The worst part is that this child, this literal 15-year-old boy died, but apparently... The officer that shot him initially said that the reason he shot at the car was because it was backing up aggressively toward a group of cops. And then video came out showing that the car was not only not backing up, it was not backing up aggressively, it, it was, was driving <laughs> forward slowly. And then he changed his he story. He changed his story. And there will still be people out there who will be like, they had to have been doing something. Yeah, it's... I mean, what, like, what do you say other than that? There's, 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 I don't know. I think in these conversations, it's always important to remember that, like, we don't know everything. We're not going to know everything yeah. that happened that night. We're not going to know what the right response is. There is no right response. We all have, like, such mixed feelings about things. And even this morning, we tweeted... Um, what Jordan Edwards' uncle, or excuse me, his coach said about him. And apparently his coach said, and I quote, 3.5 GPA, never in trouble, no attendance issues. He was a kid that did everything right. And it's such a beautiful quote, and it's such a beautiful remembrance of this child because he was such a good kid. But at the same time, we got... A response on that tweet that was completely justified and we actually had a conversation about it beforehand um, and one of the responses was that the entire situation was tragic and that the fact that he was a good kid or that he had good accolades have nothing to do with the fact that this kid was killed and like I literally couldn't agree more I think yeah. the detail of who he is is important because so many times when a child a black child anyone is killed it's like Here's a number. This person was killed. The person is dead. It's over. Yeah. Versus, a statistic. Right. A statistic. Yeah. And, and it, it erases the fact that the kid was a human. This kid, racism murdered this child. Literal. Period. Inherent it, racism. Yeah. And it's, it's beautiful and it's great to, to testify on behalf of his character and let the world know who he was and what a good kid he was but it doesn't change it doesn't change anything he was still murdered because of who he was right he was murdered because of who he was and he wasn't given the chance and there will be people black white every color that come out and the first thing that they're going to say is this was a good kid this was a good kid when yeah he was a good kid he shouldn't have been killed but even if he wasn't a good kid 
even if he right. was a bad kid, even if he had a 1.0 GPA, even if he, you know, beat someone up the day before or smoked weed all the time, like... Or even once. Or even once. No matter what. The way that he died was... doesn't matter who he was. Yeah. It matters that he was killed, and it matters that he was a child, and it matters that he didn't... Literally, he didn't wake up this morning. He wasn't at home. Yeah. And he was just, like, with his friends. And that is such a... difficult thing to talk about. Because... of a lot of different reasons, but it's a difficult thing to talk about. And here we are, like, I wake up every morning, and, like, I, for years now, for the past four years now, I've woken up and, like, been so not concerned for my life but like I have little cousins and I have a lot of family members around the country and you literally don't know what can happen yeah. to anyone at any given time because it's always I so often read these stories and it's not like this person started a fight or this person was in jail or whatever it's like this, this person, person was walked walking down the home. street yeah. right this person was drinking water this, this person, person was being a person right and was killed for being a person right and I always, like, there was, there was, uh, at some point, I think it was last year, honestly, these years have been going by so quickly, it could have been two years ago, there was, like, a hashtag campaign that, I think it was, like, if it was me. And it's, like, if it, if it were me that were killed, that was killed, what picture would they use of me? What would they try and dig up about me? Yeah. Would they say she didn't deserve it because she had a good job and she was a good kid? Or would they say, oh, she smoked weed that one time, or find like me in a Halloween costume from college and say she was slutty and she probably deserved it like you literally never know yeah and that happens a lot all the time all the time regardless of skin color it happens because you're black it happens because you're a woman it happens because there's always some sort of justification for your pain and Unfortunately, that's something that, you know, we've been faced with yet again this week. And the difference between how I feel now and how I felt last year and how I feel every time I read this is like, I turn on the news and there's no stability. At least, it's no better. But last year, when something would happen, I could expect a statement from my president Yeah. to at least say, hey, I'm here, and Michelle to be like, listen, I'm also here, and there was some sort of like, they would look at us and they would placate us, and they would, they would give me a sense of calm, and now it's like I turn on the news and like, I, I can't even, I literally can't even comprehend what's happening, not because it's all bad, because it literally doesn't make sense. And if that doesn't make sense and there's no stability, like, it's, like, such a scary world that we're living in. Yeah. It also makes me think about, um, I mean, you, have, you and I have talked about this before, but pre- and post-election and the world that a lot of, mostly white people, the world that most white people thought we were living in was, like, a post-racist world. Mm -hmm. And Trump being elected sort of shook everyone obviously shook everyone, but in a major way because a lot of people thought we were past this, mm -hmm. when it's 
this has been happening forever and it will continue to happen regardless of who the president is. Mm -hmm. But it's one of those things that's such an eye-opening, like, wake-up call once it's too late. Once it's too late. Once it's too late. It's all. I mean, it's always too late right. when when these kinds of things happen and when people want to take action. It's always because it's too late. Right. And that's one I really noticed that this is a departure. <laughs> this is a departure. But when nine eleven happened, I think I actually first noticed it when Columbine happened. And then when Columbine happened, I think I was in third grade. And then again, yeah, young. really young. And then when 9-11 happened, I was 10. And that's still really young. But I remember, like, writing a paper, and, like, we would talk about it in class, and obviously we would have to talk about our feelings for, like, good reason. But I remember being like, why do we always come together? Why is this, are we all, like, united in moments of tragedy? We're never united when people are happy. We're never united when people are like, when things are okay. We always find reasons to fight. And then when it's too late, when tragedy happens, everyone's like, let's hold hands and be good together. Because we live in a self-serving world. Like So real. I mean, we do. We live in a self-serving world and we're going to do whatever... Uh, the, the I in all of us is going to do whatever I need to do to make it until tomorrow and the next day and the next day but then when something like this happens or the election happens or 9-11 happens or Columbine or whatever mm -hmm. like it's too late but we're gonna come together now and we say never again right and we Sandy Hook happens the lines. we reach across the lines we do whatever and it doesn't it lasts until the next news cycle right. and then it happens again and it's gonna keep happening until this like self-serving thing that we've all got going on like calms down and people learn to live harmoniously together for one another because it makes society better and when are people gonna fucking learn that because it's so annoying it's a really great thing <laughs> to say and it's also like you're saying this and I'm like oh so never well like well that I mean it's never gonna happen but like I'm better when you're better and you're better when whoever like everyone's better when we're all better right everyone's better when we're all better <laughs> sophie levine 2017 <laughs> but it's true i mean we're never gonna live in we're never gonna live in complete harmony no but there is so much more that we can do and there is so much more that we should be thinking about and even just to the smallest things not looking for a reason why danny said it actually Danny said it this morning, I think. I don't Hi, Danny. Hi, Danny. We love you. <laughs> um, he said, he basically said that, like, instead of looking for a reason for why this 15-year-old got shot, there should never be an instance for why a 15-year-old is killed, and that's not questioned. I'm going to read what he said, because it was way better... <laughs> phrase in that so he said i'm gonna read this sorry danny because <laughs> it's really important but he said this morning when i read that the video footage showed the car slowly moving forward and the police officer had lied and has now revised his story i just felt the biggest drop in my gut it's really bothered me all day long that i just so easily accepted a simple lie that the police officer said 
I didn't question it, and I hate myself a little bit for that. Because when a black person, especially a 15-year-old, is shot and killed, there is no space not to question it, because that should never happen. And it's such a beautiful thing, because it's like, we all do it. It's like, yeah. this is a story that was told, so it must have happened until we're, it's proven wrong. We're always, like, even subconscious. proven guilty. Right. Unless you're the victim in this case. Right. And, like, we literally, even subconsciously, there's always a, hopefully that video footage comes out that shows that this person was lying. Or, like, hopefully there's something we can find when we see that video footage that shows that, like, he wasn't in the wrong. But it's like, that should immediately be questioned. Why do you need the footage? Exactly. Why can't you just... We all do it. Yeah, we do. This is a 15-year-old. There are 22-year-olds that I know, and I look at them, I'm like, you're such a baby. (laughs) But they're like adults. Like, this 15-year-old is probably like a sophomore in high school. I think he was a freshman. It's crazy. Yeah, it's very crazy. Jordan Edwards... Say his name. Say his name. His name was Jordan Edwards. And also read about him and read about what you can do. And don't forget. I think the number one thing that we all do is we forget until the next time. Until it's too late. Yeah. Rest in power. Rest in power.